Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to episode three of the Vacation Home Help Podcast. Whoop, whoop. Thank you. You're probably one of my first 20 to 25 listeners, but thanks for being with us to grow this community where we will help you grow your vacation rental business and become a better host. Today, we're going to talk about pets. What do you do when a guest wants to bring their pet with them on vacation or they bring it with them without your permission? Like, what do you do, right? And we're going to also discuss if it's a service animal or an emotional support animal, what do you do, right? So today, strap in. It's only going to be a couple of minutes, but you're going to learn a ton. Let's go. So I want to start off with a story. I had a really, really great friend and host that I used to help out a lot in the Disney area. Her name was Maritza, and she had a guest bring a pet with them, uh, and she had a strict no pet policy. I mean, she was super allergic to cats and dogs, so she couldn't have any pets in there. Uh, Well, this guest lied and brought them in, and she had a ring camera, so you could see the dog going in and out shamelessly, right? Um, And she went to check her unit after they left and it was destroyed. Like the dog chewed the baseboards. Um, they peed in the bathroom and the guests didn't have the decency to clean it. They left uh, a poop bag under the bed. So it was pretty, pretty crazy. And it, not, not your regular guest with a pet, um, but she had damages and she didn't know what to do because she had a no pet policy, but she didn't know how she was going to get paid for this situation. Um, so I want to start off by saying You should always say in your listing if you're pet friendly or not. And if you have a rental agreement included in there too, and any penalties or any sort of policy where you have a fee, if they violate that, put that in writing if you can, because it's super important. Um, Pets are are lovely. Like I have, I have a French bulldog. His name's Milo. He's, he's my baby. I bring him everywhere with me. Um, But I go to rentals that are pet friendly, right? It's totally different when you're opening your space to the public and they're lying to you and they're saying, I don't have a pet, but (laughs) you see them sneaking in the back or through the front. You're like, what is it with you people, right? So you do have to be uh, pretty straightforward, straight up on your listing and on your rental agreement saying if you allow pets or not. Um, If they're violators, 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 if they violate that, right? you can uh, go to the resolution center on Airbnb and say, hey, this guest violated my policy. Um, I need to incur extra costs to clean and um, I have a receipt for it. Um, Can you take action against the guest? Airbnb will do it if you said you were not pet friendly. Same with Verbo and they give you options to collect security deposits. Um, But you do want to say in your listing, you're not pet friendly. Um, So if they go ahead and violate, you can go after, um, not after them, that's not very guest friendly to say, but you can be compensated for like damages that the pet does, right? So it's super important you're upfront about it. And if you are pet friendly, thank you, thank you, thank you. That means me and Milo can come and visit you on vacation, right? We could come to your vacation rental. But if you're pet friendly, it's totally okay to ask for a a pet fee because uh, someone with a pet like myself, I know um, extra cleaning may occur um, because I had pet hair. I'm pretty clean about Milo. Um, but pet hair is really small and you may leave a little bit behind. So it's completely fine to ask for a, a cleaning fee for the pet. 
Um, how much? It depends really how big your house is. If it's huge, you might want to ask for a double clean fee because it's a lot of hair to remove. Or if it's just a little condo and you know it's not going to be a ton of hair, you could ask for you know a double clean fee or maybe just $75 to $100 more. It's completely up to you, but it's okay to ask for it. Um, and that's if you want to be pet friendly. And let me speak about that for one second. All pet friendlies I know of, they are way busier. Like they get tons of views on Airbnb. People book them because they don't have many options. So if you're pet friendly, as long as you're okay with the maintenance costs incurred and, and some of the headaches with it, you will be more occupied just because it's it's a really hard to find, um, hard to find thing like a pet friendly vacation rental that's actually clean and you enjoy. So that's a way to set yourself apart, but it's okay to ask for a cleaning fee if you're pet friendly. And um, I see hosts leave dog bowls. It's super cute. Like they put a dog bowl for Milo and a couple of doggy biscuits and he feels like a VIP, right? Like my dog's walking in there and he's like, wow, I feel like I'm on vacation. They left me some biscuits, right? So if you're going to be that kind of host, big props to you. And I, I wish you all the success in the world. Um, now let's talk about like back again, if, if you have a, a violator, yeah, you can charge uh, a fee for that. Okay. Like you can ask for that, um, damage to be paid back to you, whether Airbnb actually successfully goes through that process and helps you is another story, but you have a right. Um, now let's talk about emotional support animals and what they are like emotional support animals are clearly different from service animals. Um, service animals think uh, about uh, our people who are blind and deaf. They need a service animal to help them with specific functions so they can live um, their life. And service animals are federally required to be accepted. Um, so you can't say, no, I'm not going to host you because I don't accept the pets when it's actually a service animal. Um, but an emotional support animal, uh, there's a process for it that's that's pretty pretty lengthy, but you pay and you understand what it is and you go through the certification and your pet's an emotional support animal to help you with your emotional needs. And it's a real thing. And I think pets can provide comfort, but federal law is federal law and you don't have to like take in guests that have an emotional support animal if you don't want to. Um, if it's an ESA, an emotional support animal, and you don't want to host them, just be cordial and nice about it, but just say, hey, my my place is not pet friendly. I'm sorry. Um, and I respect that it's your emotional support animal, um, but I, I can't host with the pet. I'm sorry. And that's usually enough of a response. Um, but a service animal, you really, really got to be careful because you cannot deny a renter um, this discrimination. You can't deny a renter if they have a service animal. Um, and you only can ask certain questions like, what is the function a service animal has? Um, but you can't pry too much into people's medical information. Um, and you can't ask really personal questions because it, that's it's not allowed. You can't do that. But you can ask what's the function of the service animal. Um, but if you decide to like decline them or say you're like, I'm not accepting them. I'm just going to say I'm not taking them and I'll say it's for another reason. They will find out because the renter might go look on another site and there you are, right? So just be honest. Like if, if, if you have a no pet policy, but they have a service animal, personally, I would let them stay, but you can ask them politely not to leave the, the animal unattended um, because you don't allow animals to be unattended at your property, but you, you cannot tell someone with a service animal that they can't rent with you. Like you can't do that. It's not legal. So it's important as a host to know that so you could avoid the trouble associated with, uh, you know, service animal, um, denying rights to people with service animals. Um, so I hope that helps. There's so much to talk about on the topic of pets. Um, and I had someone, uh, reach out to me by email about this episode. 
and they wanted to know about paying cleaners. Um, if there's a pet, uh, what what should I pay my cleaner to clean up? Well, it's really dependent on the cleaning company you use. Um, in my personal experience, um, you can charge anywhere between a double clean for that just because there's lots and lots of pet hair. And some people have sofas that pet hair just doesn't come out. Even if you have a Dyson vacuum and you spend all day on it, you'll find a pet hair or two. And if you're advertising to the public that you you don't have pets, there's no pet hair and they find one, they, they will complain, ask for compensation, yada, yada, yada. So yeah, to the pet cleaning, you might think it's not extra work, but it's a ton of extra work to make the place look like a pet was never there, especially with odors. Um, so yes, you will probably have to pay more money to your cleaner if there's a pet. Um, if, if pets do damages, uh, it's completely okay to tell to the incoming guests if you didn't get it repaired yet because it was a quick turnaround, what had occurred, um, that you clean up and sanitize properly, but there's pet damage. And incoming guests are usually completely okay with it if you're up front. Um, but you you can't lie to a future guest and say you never had a pet in there and, and someone came with a dog. You shouldn't do that. Um, but I hope this is helpful. Um, there's so many things on the topic of pets and Airbnbs, but I think this episode should have cleared up some of those issues. But if you have more that you want to know, if you have any sort of questions, comments, or funny stories, anything you want to know about pets and vacation rentals and pets and Airbnbs, just reach out to me. I'm super approachable. I'd love to have you on the podcast. So uh, my email is j-o-h-n at vacationhomehelp.com. John at vacationhomehelp.com. And let's get the discussion going. Let's grow this community. Let's grow our businesses. We can all this do this together. We can all share our thoughts and experiences and we can help each other grow. So that's the goal of this podcast. And I hope you uh, stay along with me for the ride because we're going to talk about some pretty cool things, learn a ton and have some really interesting guests on the show. Okay. So thanks for supporting me. Uh, I love you all and adios amigos. You take it easy. Bye.